Justice for All. The opening paragraph of A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens is a remarkable epic about the French Revolution and could easily be a description of our times. Quote, It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. It was the epic of belief. It was the epic of incredulity. It was the season of light. It was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. We had everything before us. We had nothing before us. We were all going direct to heaven. We were all going direct to the other way. In short, the period was so far like the present period that some of its noisiest authorities insisted on its being received for good or for evil in the superlative degree of comparison only. End quote. It has been the worst of times for obvious reasons. This tragic pandemic an equally tragic political turmoil which has pitted family members against one another and incited violence the likes of which we have not seen in this country since the Civil War. It has also been the best of times because it has brought out the very best in human nature to sacrifice for our fellow humans. It has been the best of times because of the many people in the medical profession who have worked tirelessly to help us control this awful pandemic and those who have worked to keep our food supply coming, sometimes at risk to their own health. Those who keep our mail and packages coming that so many depend on for medicines and necessities in these difficult times teachers who have had to learn a new way to bring education to their students by way of the internet and countless others in many professions who have continued to serve us often in unseen ways. We are truly thankful for those who in the midst of our greatest challenge have taken on the task of meeting that challenge with self-sacrifice for the greater good of our country. We are thankful for those who protected our new president and vice president during the inauguration and those who serve quietly, continuing to protect us and our leaders without expectation of acknowledgement. I must tell you, in watching the inauguration of President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, I found hope again, hope that we can eventually turn around the divisions in our country and begin to work together again as a people. I was so impressed with the young poet Amanda Gorman. What great wisdom from such a young person. It truly gives me hope in the younger generation. With leaders like her, we will be in good hands. Our country needs to let the wisdom of the children guide us. 
Often the young see the obvious answers, while us older people overly complicate the issues with unnecessary baggage. Maybe if we lower the age requirements on being able to serve in Congress, more would get done. Sometimes wisdom comes with age, but only if a person learns from their own mistakes and is willing to admit their mistakes before moving on. Let's hope that we can all be willing to examine our own lives and admit our failures and then be ready to make the changes needed to become the best people we are capable of becoming. In a previous podcast, I had mentioned my intent to highlight individuals from black history that have been overlooked or obscured. Today, I want to bring just a few of these individuals to your attention. Hopefully, you'll take the time to explore their lives more fully and do some searches on the internet yourself. Often individuals who have played a crucial role in our history have been entirely forgotten or overlooked. Unfortunately, history is often incomplete at best or downright misleading at worst. I found the following biographical information from the Mid-Continent Public Library. These are short biographies, but I think they, they give us a taste and a flavor for the just numerous people in history that have played an important role. First, I will mention Robert Smalls. He was born in 1839 and lived until 1915. Civil War experts might know the name of Robert Smalls, but the average American doesn't. Smalls was a slave on a Confederate transport ship when he led an uprising that freed the people being held on board. They would subsequently sail north to freedom. This mutiny helped lead Abraham Lincoln to reconsider the use of African Americans as soldiers in the Civil War, something many were opposed to. Smalls would later go on to serve in the United States Congress. Kathy Williams, born in 1844 and lived until 1892. Born in Missouri as a slave, Kathy Williams was pressed into service for the Union Army after they occupied Jefferson City in 1861. Working as a support person for the Army ignited an interest in serving in the military herself. So in 1866, she enlisted as a man She would go on to serve for nearly three years before an illness caused her gender to be revealed. Unfortunately, when she became sick later on in life and applied for a pension as a former soldier, her claim was denied despite her service. Louis Latimer, born 1848, lived until 1928. 
You know that Thomas Edison created one of the first light bulbs to work. But did you know that originally his bulbs would only last a few days? This was definitely not long enough to be practical. Enter Louis Latimer, the son of escaped slaves and an inventor in his own right who created a filament that extended the life of the bulb. This made the light bulb cheaper and more efficient, making it possible for them to be used on the streets and in the average person's home. Annie Turnbow Malone, born 1869, lived until 1957. Many have heard about the famous businesswoman, Madam C.J. Walker, but fewer remember the woman that she used to work for as an agent. Annie Turnbow Malone studied chemistry in school, but was forced to leave because of illness. She took an avid interest in hair care and, using her knowledge of chemistry, created her own line of non-damaging hair care products for African-American women. By the 1920s, she was a multi-millionaire and a noted philanthropist. Bessie Coleman, born 1892 and lived until 1926. One of 13 children born to sharecroppers in 1892, Bessie Coleman took an interest in flying after hearing the stories of pilots in World War I. Being both female and African-American, she found it difficult to find anyone to train her in the U.S. This did not stop her, however. She simply went to France and trained there. She ultimately became the first African-American woman to get both a national and international pilot's license. Bayard Rustin, born 1912 and lived until 1987. Everyone remembers the march on Washington. Sadly, few remember the man who was the primary organizer of the march. Bayard Rustin was a key figure in the civil rights movement years before it started garnering the attention that it did. He instigated one of the first freedom rides back in 1947 and was one of the founders of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. One of Martin Luther King Jr.'s most important advisor, Rustin has often been overlooked because he was an openly gay man at the time when it was considered unacceptable. Fanny Lou Hammer, born 1917 and lived until 1977. A voting rights advocate, Fanny Lou Hammer was fired from her job for trying to register to vote and was nearly beaten to death by police. This did not stop her, however, from helping to organize Mississippi's Freedom Summer. She also became vice chair of the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party that attended the 1964 Democratic Convention 
in an attempt to challenge the all-white anti-civil rights official delegation. Her speech to the Credentials Committee was carried to many parts of the country and led to more widespread support for the cause. By the way, I remember watching this on television. I was so impressed by the courage of those fighting for voting rights. This is just a short, brief biography that I have presented of these people whose lives have made a significant difference and who have been overlooked by historians. I'll continue to highlight individuals from history and in the coming weeks, but I encourage you to do the same by searching your library or doing internet searches to find those forgotten people in history. If you have questions or comments, please send them to and.justice.for.all.ken.george at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Have a good day. And justice for all.